this episode, we're sitting down with Tara Strong, who voices Miss Minutes in the Marvel series Loki. Originally from Toronto, Canada, Tara Strong is an Emmy-nominated, Shorty Award-winning stage, screen, and voice actor. You've definitely heard her iconic voice before. The Powerpuff Girls, Rugrats, Family Guy, Spirited Away, Harley Quinn, and My Little Pony, among so many others. Enjoy the interview. Hi there, Tara. How are you? Hi, Sayer. Good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing pretty great. We're actually two musical theater performers from Toronto, so we're especially excited to be talking to you. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where have you guys performed? Let me see if we've had anything in common. Uh, all over. We've both done Stratford. Wow. Um, I was on tour for a little while with Beautiful, the Carol King musical, the Broadway No way. Musical. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. I love yeah. the theater district in Toronto. It's it's like I always tell people it's like a clean, safe New York. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's like you, you get to experience all the beauty of the theater community without smelling garbage on the street corners. <laughs> so it's it's like, so good. true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love Toronto. I had a great time. You know, I was just there shooting pretty hard cases for eight months. And oh, amazing. I, uh, my boys fell in love with it. I'm probably going to move back there. It was just such a beautiful experience. And people are so nice and authentic. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a huge melting pot of ethnicities and warmth and like, oh, it's just, it's really beautiful. And of course the seasons, you know, I've been here for 20 years in LA and I, I used to say, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't miss the cold, but because I was there since August and got to experience how your body changes when it starts getting colder, it was like, wow, I miss the magic of the first snowfall. And, <laughs> and it was it was pretty great. I love Toronto. It's great. It's so true. I know. I love the fall in, in Southern Ontario. It's true. Well, we're really excited to be talking to you, not just because we're two musical theater performers from Toronto, but also because we are huge fans of your work and Loki, the series. Yay. We can't get enough. <laughs> I know. It's so good. It's so good. The show's yeah. so good. I was like, this has a big budget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I really love when imagination has, you know, the money and the brains and the creativity behind it to bring something that spectacular to life. And they're doing such a good job. Well, and with your character, Miss Minutes, who we haven't gotten to see a whole lot of yet, but she's already made such a big impact. And we wanted to ask, what was your process in crafting a character like that? She seems to have a bit of a Southern flair a little twinkle in her eye. How early in the process did you get to see the character when you were creating this brand new person for the show? Well, when you initially have an audition for some animated character, they'll give you a character description, maybe a show Bible, a drawing of the character. And then um, I'm sure you're aware it's called sides, which is a portion of the script. Mm -hmm. And for this particular audition there wasn't a ton of information there was a little bit of a character description with the sides and when I read it I wasn't I mean I didn't know what it was for nor did I know too much about her and I remember calling my agent saying can I get some more information on who she is is she sentient <laughs> is she this is she that and they're like we don't really know and I was like hmm <laughs> so um you know first auditions are always done in my home studio so sometimes something will take me five minutes and sometimes it'll take me three hours depending on how many different variables I want to do and making sure it sounds perfect. Like I like to send things off when they're really, really ready. You have to understand that you're competing with hundreds, maybe thousands of people for one role. So what's going yeah. to make you stand out? So for Miss Minutes, I, I think I gave like three different choices with varying degrees of sounding AI or human and then one with an accent. And then mm. when I booked the role, uh, it was the first time, actually, when I got to meet Kate Perrin, the director, and some of the other crew 
exactly what this was, what show this was for, who she is, <laughs> who I was playing off of. And I like freaked out. And I was like, right. oh my God, this is really cool. And no wonder why they were so secretive. Yes. Um, and, and then of course, from that point on, um, fine tuning a voice becomes a very collaborative process. And there were moments where like, okay, we want her like a little bit happier in that Southern way here, even though she's talking about like, oh, you might die, you know, all these different (laughs) things. And, um, it was really fun to play around with her different levels. And, you know, even till this moment, I can't tell you exactly where she's from, who she is, how sentient she is, all those questions I still have, which I think is another piece of brilliance in any kind of entertainment where you always leave someone wondering um, about this character. And I think that's why she's intrigued audiences so much. You know, she has this look of a 60s or 70s animated character, but then the technology of her, you know, she's jumping around his desk and she's obviously futuristic and has all these abilities like who is she and she's just a fascinating character to play and when I was recording it I was on zoom um, with the production as well as being able to watch live Tom Hiddleston and be able to respond to him and as you guys know acting is you know 90% listening and responding so the fact that I could watch him who he's so brilliant and play off him and play with different variations we recorded many, many different versions of each moment to make sure they felt real and authentic and fun or menacing or whatever it had to be in that moment. And it was a really beautiful, beautiful process. I'm just grateful that the fans have gravitated toward her. Oh, sure. And such a mysterious character as well. You can see people on Twitter just going nuts over the Twitter feed they're that going are dropping nuts. clues. Yeah, I know, they're going nuts. And, you know, I wasn't allowed to respond. And the Internet knew long before I was allowed to respond. The minute they dropped the trailer with her, people were like, this is Tara Strong. I remember this video with like, I don't know, millions of followers. Here's why we know this is Tara Strong. <laughs> I was like, when <laughs> am I allowed to respond? And I wasn't. And it wasn't until the Miss Minutes Twitter account tagged me and they tagged yeah. me with, with that adorable hashtag and emoji. And I was like, yeah. Oh my yes. God, there's, there's no way I cannot respond with this emoji. <laughs> so yes. I, <laughs> I finally confirmed it was me and people like, like you never know. Sometimes people are like, Oh, that character is annoying or that character is this or that. And thankfully like they really love her. And it's been, um, it's been sort of this unexpected present, you know, it's like, yes. people love her so much. And so she's really fun. You know, it's so interesting to see the fan theories that are emerging too. And with each, you know, episode dropping over the you know, last couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be maybe a little bit of a niche, like craft question, but Ms. Minutes is responsible for so much exposition right off the top there. Our introduction to the character is full of exposition. I thought you just handled it so beautifully to craft such an interesting character Thank while you. delivering so much exposition. <laughs> Thank you. Because Loki is introduced to these concepts of the TVA, timekeepers, and sacred timeline at the same time that we, the audience, are introduced. And I'm just curious, when you look at something like that and you're recording that text, how do you balance that exposition with telling us about your character? That's a great question. Whenever I'm doing any character, I imagine them in my mind, I can visualize the um, world that they're in, who they're seeing, who they're talking to. And each moment is in my purview, in my mind. Like, you know, when I was doing Harley in the video game where the Joker died, that's not a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I was I was crying in real life because I was in that moment with her. And so these moments with Miss Minutes where 
she's explaining, like, for instance, in the video, like, this is why you're called a variant or whatever. I'm imagining like, wow, that would probably piss her off because everything's going smooth. But remember, we're going to do it with a smile because you're in line and I got to <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and so like this moment that was happening, even though I had the visual, I could also see it in my mind and feel how she was feeling in those moments. And then they sort of kind of all meld together to become a real entity. And once I create a character, they are an entity that lives in my brain and they come down to play when it's their turn. And she's like very rapidly become such a big part of me and so important because she's like this instant fan favorite. And it's just the real answer to your question is just being in those moments, moment by moment, like Mm -hmm. what's happening in that minute. Oh, she's talking about this. How would that make you feel if you were talking about this? How would I feel in that moment if I was seeing this or, or doing different things? And And because there was so much explanation that was conflated with very big consequence that made those moments more authentic as opposed to just an AI saying this is what happens with a boring monotone, right? They were like, wow, this, because you did this, now you messed everything up. So this is this. And, and I got to really actually experience emotionally those moment by moment minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we've seen Miss Minutes so far as the official mascot for the TVA, appearing first as 2D animation, and then in the next episode, big surprise, as a hologram, yeah. um, and who's actually relating in real time. Loki yeah. asks if Miss Minutes can hear him or if she's a recording. What yeah. goes into playing a character that is, as she puts it, a bit of both? <laughs> I love that scene. It's so much fun. Like the yeah. minute he's just like looking at her, he's he's such a good actor and every new yeah. moment is so lovely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it's just, again, it's just being in those moments, each moment. Like, okay, in this moment, I'm on his desk. I'm responding to him. I'm trying to get him to understand what his role is, what he's supposed to be doing, as much of about the TVA that I can explain to him, how to keep him on track, how to make sure he's helping with whatever we need, blah, 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 blah. Like, like all the yeah. things mm-hmm. that are going through my mind in those moments with him and then responding to him from the very first episode, I didn't know that she could be a hologram. I didn't, I didn't have any spoilers for even uh-huh. myself, you know, so each moment feels like real time when I'm doing her. And so yeah. it just happens organically. Well, and it's great that you actually got to play off of Tom in some scenes too. And I'm sure that adds so much real play as opposed to, I'm just a pre-recorded thing here alone in my studio. Oh my God. It, I can't even describe how much it changes performance. Had I had no one to play off of, had I not had Tom to play off of, had it just been, you know, a, a guide track or someone holding it or not being able to see how visually stunning it all looks and yeah. respond to it, you would have had a different performance. It would have been great, but it it goes to a completely different level when you can actually live in those moments and respond in real time. And Absolutely. Yeah. I feel really lucky that I, that when I came in, that part was done. So I got to see, and by the way, like his brilliance, he didn't know what I was going to sound like. I don't know <laughs> that he knew exactly what I was going to look like. He certainly didn't know it was going to be me. So like a testament to his acting, it looks like we did it together in real time. It sure does. Yeah. And it's keeping us all guessing. We're so excited for what's coming up and excited to see where Miss Minutes goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So thank you so much for taking the time with us today, Tara. This has been really great. Thank you for having me, guys. Great to talk to you. You too. Hope you enjoyed that interview. I don't know about you, but I was so nervous thinking about how my voice sounded. (laughs) In interviews, I always think about, am I being professional right now? (laughs) 
totally. but she was so lovely. She couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. It was, it was really sweet. We're, we feel so grateful that we were able to talk to her and especially someone from Toronto as well to just kind of, you know, chat about our city for a second. We yeah. wish we had more time with her, but it was great. Yeah. Maybe I should have done like a vocal warm up before talking to her. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. What's <laughs> that from? Is that Waiting for Government? No, that's Anchorman. Oh. <laughs> to sit in solemn silence on a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting the sensation of a short, sharp shock by a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block. There we go. Can we start again? It would mean so much to us if you could leave us a rating and a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at MCU and Me Podcast. So tell your friends. Thanks. Thanks.